tuition assistance, flexible scheduling, food discounts, and up to $18 per hour. Apply today in person for a shift management career at McDonald's in Sheridan and Buffalo. Every three hours in the U.S., a person or vehicle is hit by a train. Every three hours. Making the safe choice is always the right choice, especially around railroad tracks and trains. You can stop track tragedies. Recognize the signs. Make safe choices. Share the message. See tracks. Think train. Visit OLI.org to learn more. Sponsored by the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters, Wyoming Operation Lifesaver, and this station. Is it time to get down on one knee and ask her for her hand? At Legacy Diamond and Gems, finding her dream engagement ring just got easier. Legacy offers hundreds of styles in the store or explore their website for inspiration. Looking for a gorgeous and unique engagement ring? Legacy's in-house jewelers can bring your ideas to life with original craftsmanship and quality second to none. Legacy Diamond and Gem, downtown Sheridan, online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Grilling gifts are on sale now through June 20th at Ace Hardware and Connect Home Center. Check this week's Country Bounty for all things grilling and then some. See their wide selection of grills and even save up to $150 on select Traeger grills. Get a $10 Ace gift card free when you buy a $50 Ace gift card. Additional sale items include tools, lawn and garden, and even camping accessories. Check it out. Ace Hardware Connect Home Center Flyer in this week's Country Bounty. Are you looking to make extra cash and sell your unwanted items? Go to sharedomedia.com, post your items for free, or choose from our menu of options. You can have your items posted in the Country Bounty, read on Swap Shop, or listed on the front page of sharedomedia.com. Go to the classified section on sharedomedia.com. Let's get your items sold and turned into cash. If you're a business owner, you can post your employment opportunities. It's all right there. Classified section, sharedomedia.com. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Aaron Palmer. Good morning, Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting this week. And joining me this morning on part, we have a two-part show today. And on part one, we have Jill Benson, who is the executive director of Sage Community Arts. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, Aaron. And we're going to talk about a new show that you have at, is it already there? It is. It just opened yesterday, and it will be going through July 16th. So we have about six beautiful weeks to see this amazing show. Okay. Tell me about it. What is it? So it is a solo show, a sculpture show, by our uh, sculptor Richard Burke. He is a Wyoming artist currently down in Douglas, Wyoming. And he focuses mostly on, uh, he's been mostly in bronze, but he has started to transition into some uh, concrete and different stones. But he really focuses on doing bird sculptures. And this particular show is called Resilient. And it's mostly focuses on birds of prey. And in this beautiful, uh, some of them are abstract and some are realistic, but he all he always makes them life-size to the bird that he's doing. So we have this huge, beautiful eagle that just has this real look looking down on you. And this beautiful, teeny, tiny little saw-wet owl that just 
invokes that emotion in you of like this bird of prey that's pocket size and is so much fun. And that uh, Richard was in last week with us helping install, and the way he was positioning them was to show these beautiful back profiles that he was able to capture within the sculpture of the birds. And they're just kind of looking over their shoulder of like, yeah, I see you. If you're size <laughs> bigger, you'd be lunch. And having this like proud resilience that they have is such an, an amazing show. And, you know, our gallery is so fun. It has these huge walls and we're like, you know, just not just a sculpture show, but like, how is it going to transition with no other kind of stuff on the wall? And this show speaks for itself. That it doesn't need to have anything else on the wall. It fills the space. It shows the commanding presence of what can be done in bronze and stone and sculpture. Your eye immediately goes to the sculptures and it doesn't uh, it has, comprehend. No, it's like, nothing. are we inside? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, there's sculptures. Yeah, totally is just drawn right to those pieces. And they're just truly phenomenal. That's insane. He wants to do them in their actual life size. And if mm. people that have not been around these birds up close will be shocked, like eagle, you know, like a bald yes. eagle. They are huge. So huge. And this huge. one, and he he incorporates what they're sitting on. He tries to, some are a bit abstract, but others like this eagle that's um, placed on one of my favorite walls in the gallery, at least in front of it, um, it's stacked on kind of what you would see in its natural setting. And so, you know, I'm a big time outdoor fisher and uh, rafter. And it just feels like you're floating down the bighorn and you look up and there's the eagles perched on the some old um, bridge sculpture or feature. It's just looking down at you. It's like it just it pulls you out into nature through this bronze sculpture, which is uh, I guess that one's concrete. But he manipulates them so well that it's just it brings those to think of like how emotional an actual eye is he can capture that in his sculpture and through the the different mediums that he does it just it so draws you in and several of them are actually only the the top part of the bird and then it goes into this kind of abstract uh kind of monolith beneath it and again it just pulls you right in but they're they're top part would be uh, life-size to what the bird is. And it's so engaging to see these uh, this interaction with a, a life-size creature in this different medium. And to see, you know, we, we get to see portraitures of people a lot, and those are so, uh, again, engaging and uh, invokes a lot of thought and how what is this person's story? And you get that exact feeling with his sculpture. It's like, what was this bird like what is the story of this bird what what is their journey that they went on what was the little solid doing or what proud thing is this eagle going to to fly off to do and uh and so it's been a very exciting show to be in and it's also very exciting because richard was selected for the sheridan public arts committee on loan program for this year so uh one of his other much larger uh it, i believe it's a it's an owl. He's huge. Uh, he's actually just across the street from the Sage Gallery in front of Best Out West. Uh, Renegade is what that one is called, and it's installed. And so uh, we get to see it in an outdoor setting, and then people can come and see some of his smaller works in our gallery, which is a, a very lovely cross. And again, my favorite word, collaboration, as I've told in 
many times being on here, I love to show how Sage collaborates with other aspects of our community. Very fun. Um, let's talk a little bit about the the show itself and some of the pieces in there. How many are? How many did he bring to the show? Uh, he brought me seventeen pieces, wow. and they. Again, they range from you know maybe nine inches tall up to forty-one inches tall, and we were. And these are all birds of prey, North American birds. Of prey. Yep. Okay. Yeah. There, there's an, uh, there's not really any. Um, yeah, other country sort of birds of prey ones that everyone's fairly regional, very pretty familiar with seeing. Uh, so once again, that also draws the community into it because they are very recognizable or recognizable enough. Like, oh, I, I've seen some images of that one if if you haven't been privileged enough to see it in person. But yeah, they're uh and they're all for sale. He's actually uh it was very exciting. The yesterday when it opened he already sold two pieces, so very wow. exciting for him. But they'll still be on display. They're still on the display, the yes. Right. Yeah. Right. We our happy little red dot indicates that those are sold and um but so we do have have those. Uh and then we're actually gonna have our opening reception, the artist reception will be next Thursday, June 16th, which is also, I believe, the first third Thursday. And Sage is also hosting an art alley. And if I could add more things to it, I probably would have. <laughs> so it's kind of our nature there at Sage is let's do as much as we can to to promote everyone. But Richard will be back in, in town, and so people will actually get to meet with him and talk with him. And he is just a phenomenal, wonderful individual, and he loves to, to talk about his pieces and where he sourced his material. He goes and finds, especially the rocks that he started to, or stone they started to go work into. Uh, one piece, which was one that sold, but had such a fabulous connection to Wyoming. It was um, travonite, I believe. It's the calcium deposit from water seepage. So you see a lot of it around Thermopolis. And there was actually a bank that they needed to. Um, explode to make the railroad or road go through. And so all this stone was just put in the river to move it out of the way. And so he's been going to source it. And so it's stone that was actually created in Wyoming based on a little owl that you would see in Wyoming carved by a Wyoming artist in a mm -hmm. Wyoming gallery. <laughs> and it was just this fantastic uh community piece almost that has come together and uh everyone so far who's seen it they're like i've seen that stone i know that stone we're like oh it's from thermometer like yes it's that one and so it's the it's the same type of stones like the um what the mammoth terrace would be made out of up in yellowstone so that gets in your mind with those big white kind of Water rims are yeah things, right? that's exactly what it was carved out of but it came from our wonderful thermopolis and um Actually, with the the eagle sculpture, one of the bases, uh, he said it was formed from uh, old fisherman's uh, cooler that washed into his property. I mean, cast it out of some cement, and it just had that look of the features and the sides, how it would be of something you'd see floating along the river. And so, but it was another sourced material that he used, and was. And to know that he's been doing that uh, is another really kind of circular economy type thing of how he's repurposing different pieces. And so people can really recognize like this one piece is beautiful. It's of a, a raven and this redstone. And you've 
people have seen that around. And Richard jokes, he's like, no one likes to go hike with Dad because like, oh, we want that rock. Let's go. It's like, we're five miles from the car, Dad. <laughs> he's like, no, but we need that one. <laughs> we're not hauling it that far. It's like, but it's so good. Think of the bird that will come out of this. <laughs> and they're like, it's a rock. I don't see the bird. <sighs> and his vision, no, I'm, I would be along their side. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But, oh, he sees them, and what we've been able to create brings this phenomenal show. Great. Um, Great. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit, because we're gonna, we've got a couple of things we want to cover. Uh, yeah. But... Let's talk a little bit about Sage Community Arts, because okay. we, before we went on the air, you mm-hmm. told me a little bit about that, and that was interesting. So mm-hmm. tell me about Sage itself. Yeah, and so for some of our listeners who haven't heard before, Sage Community Arts is a nonprofit community arts organization, and um, I think the best way to really explain what Sage is is to show our mission is building and inspiring community through the visual arts. And that is really what we captivate every day and what we're trying to do. The biggest ways we do that is through our three pillars of see art, create art, and promote art. So to see art, that's what we do with our two galleries, the member gallery and the exhibition gallery. But it's much more than just the gallery. Just much more than that. It's what this type of art that we're able to bring in there, we're able to expose the community to so much more. And even our artists are able to be exposed to more uh, styles and diverse way of thinking, which helps their creativity as well. So they can see, uh, especially, you know, we see come through our exhibition side, we have group shows, solo shows, international artists show with us. And so that helps a lot of our up and coming artists that we see in our member side, they get inspiration, they get to hear the story of where they came from and know that it's very possible for them to do that. And then we go into create art, and that's where all of our classes are and we have such a range of classes which we're so fortunate to offer from beginner and uh, camp style classes for kids that we partner with our wonderful partners at the YMCA with. Uh, we actually have a camp that we just launched for uh, fifth or five and six, five to seven year olds called uh, Art at Play, and that will be the third week of July. And I think it's still open, but we wanted to you know, offer introductory classes to our young artists as much as we could. But then we also, we never forget about our master levels. And so we bring in high-level master artists to be able to to keep that high-level training and technique for our full-time or, you know, more practicing artists as well in, in a range of mediums. We have a great uh, Sketching the Western Landscape sketchbook to studio with uh, Ian Stewart, an international watercolor artist, will be coming out in August. Uh, We still have openings for that one, but very high level of how to use your sketchbook. So when you see the beautiful bighorns that you want to capture, but you have to go back to the studio, how do you transition that back to the studio? Really getting that next level. But uh, he did say you can go into more intermediate levels with that. And then finally promote art, which is one that is so near and dear to me because that is what we do for the artists. We give them the platform for their voices to be heard as artists. Um, as you said earlier, you know, they, they understand the artistic mm-hmm. side of it, but then as far as getting their stuff out there, yes. maybe not so, maybe <laughs> yes. not so great. So that's where you guys come in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's where I absolutely love that because you can see they – they put their heart and soul into creating something, and they stop. 
It's like, but you've just done this beautiful masterpiece, this this work that has part of you in it. We will now help you get that out there because that you can see that almost be a block for someone like I just. I, that's just not how they're wired. They just can't quite get that out there. So we help show them that it's there is a pathway to get that out there. And you know, and many of our artists are also they have the business side down. They're just savvy all around. They got it. But others that are either up and coming or those who have been full time practicing artists, they want to take the business side away because they they're kind of in the retirement side of it. But they still want to create. They still want to put it out there. So then we take that burden for them to, and then like, we'll still sell and help put that out there for them. And when we have pieces that our artists have done, we hang them in the gallery and they get to come in and see them. They're just in awe. They're mm-hmm. like, we, several of my artists have said, artists, yeah, like, yeah like, this is the first gallery I've ever hung in. And like, that means so much to me that we could bring that joy and that realness to them, that what they've put their passion into is becoming fruitful, becoming something that they've always wanted it to be and that we could be that platform for them is the need that we're meeting in the community and that I will make sure Sage always does for everyone because it is truly phenomenal to get to watch. Very good. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Joining me this morning, Jill Benson, Executive Director with Sage Community Arts, and we'll take a quick break. We've got a little bit more to cover when we come back. We'll be back right after this. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Bass. It is so perfect. You should enter a perfect bass contest. Thanks, sweetie. If I had a nickel for everyone that commented on my bass, I'd be a rich man. You know what? You should enter your bass in the Fisher Bass Off Contest at SheridanMedia.com. Sponsored by Rocky Mountain Discount Sports and Blodorn Lumber. You think I'd win the $500 gift card from each sponsor? Baby, with a bass like that? Oh, yeah. You can enter all summer long until Labor Day when a winner will be chosen. I'm going to send a photo of my bass to Media for everyone to see. ha, ha, ha. Some of the world's greatest composers have looked to the works of Shakespeare for inspiration, a tradition that continues with the 2022 Met Opera premiere of Brett Dean's Hamlet. This immortal tragedy is among theater's most captivating psychological portraits, and the music only escalates the tension of this classic tale. Don't miss the Met Live and HD's production of Hamlet at the Wyo Theater, Saturday, June 11th at 10.55 a.m. Get your tickets and more information at wyotheater.com. At Brackleton's, we like to bring something new to the menu every few months, and it's that time again. So let's talk about one of our new dishes on our lunch menu. Brackleton's Beef Bacon BLT. Starts with Sackett's Beef Bacon, Swiss Cheese, Tomato, Red Onion, Pickle, Avocado, Lettuce, Garlic, Aioli, on Cibata, which is an Italian white bread. The best of the best out west. Brackleton's Fine Food and Spirits on Main Street, downtown Sheridan, where good food is good mood. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. 
It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school and graduate debt-free. That education helped me get to the first day of my career, a job that I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from my service helped me buy my first home. And I take pride knowing I will be the first to respond if my community ever needs me. To learn more, visit NationalGuard.com. Opening a new business can be stressful. Cloud Peak Accounting will get you over the hurdles of establishing and launching your new business, like setting up your bookkeeping and payroll systems, registering with all government agencies, tax planning and compliance, and all the other details you haven't even thought of yet. Whether you've been in business for years or are contemplating the launch of a new business, contact Cloud Peak Accounting for a consultation. Visit cloudpeakcpa.com. a.m. and 103.9 FM KROE Public Pulse. Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting. And we have a two-part show this morning. And on part one, we have Jill Benson, who is the executive director with Sage Community Arts. And we talked a little bit about a new show coming up, Mm -hmm. which opened yesterday. Correct. Okay. Tell us real quick about that again. Artist's name and what he does. Richard Burke. The uh, show is Resilient, and it will be up until July 16th. Okay. And quick hours on the on the Sage community. We are open Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 5.30 p.m., and on Saturdays, 10 to 5 p.m. Okay. So they can stop by anytime, anytime. during that. And Free and open to the public. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Now, coming up next month, you have in conjunction with the Sheridan Wild Rodeo, um, kind of a, a, a showcase or a, a contest, I guess, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Okay. So, again, uh, a fun collaboration, uh, another platform for artists to be seen on. Uh, in the past, they had done uh, window decorating. They would made it a full-on contest where they'd have some judges come in. Each business was encouraged to decorate or paint the windows with um, – kind of the theme of what the the parade theme was going to be. And this is this year, it's uh, Remember Your Heritage. Um, and so, but we, they weren't getting as much buy-in um, as they really felt they could. And, and not just because the, the businesses didn't want to, but you don't always have an artist on staff. And so Sage was able to come in this year. And so we've recruited Sage artists and a lot of our high school artists as well will be, um, if a business would like to participate in this, they can have uh, a bi- uh, one of our artists do the window decorating for them. But, you know, we have other businesses who have been longstanding. This is their jam. They know what they're doing. They're encouraged to do it as, as, as well, and they don't have to take an artist. But this is just to be able to offer decorating services and engagement with all the businesses along Main Street. So when we have the Sheridan Wyo Rodeo Parade come through, it again shows this full community involvement of that the businesses were able to participate, showcase an artist, showcase their beautiful displays of the amazing stuff that they sell within their businesses. And then uh, to show that we're you know, again, this community supporting this amazing rodeo that we've had around for almost 90 years now that's been, and the parade's been going on about that same time. And so, um, again, just hanging on to that heritage. Beginning of 
bigger every year. <laughs> yes, and so which is great. So great, and so that's where we wanted to um, pull in with that some more, and kind of changing up the contest uh, side of it a little bit. It'll be more of a people's choice award this year, because then the community gets to have their say. They get to to you know support their businesses that they love, their artists that they love, uh, and support them. And then uh, a fun. Uh, continuation of that, it, each of the artists that will be showcased that will be doing, um, we have eight confirmed and we're still have, uh, if my SAGE members are getting back to me to, to be involved, they will be showcased at our Art Alley in July, and so which is the Thursday right after Rodeo. And so they'll have their booth set up and they can, another platform for the community to talk with these wonderful artists to say, like, you know, how did you work with the business to create their not only to tie in the theme, but then the theme of the business too? Like, how did you collaborative collaboratively create this piece for everyone and to show that we're all communities and we're all community artists here wanting to to lift everybody up? Very good. Okay, so you have everybody set, or if if there's a business out there or an artist that wants to be involved in this, can they still get involved? This, yes, this year? they sure can. Okay. Um, my uh, co-part and I, uh, she wasn't able to make it this morning, but we will be um, going to some businesses tomorrow to finalize, uh, you know, kind of what the whole spectrum of, of it will look like. But if there's any questions in the meantime, they just contact me at uh, at Sage. Uh, my Our number's online at artinsheridan.com uh, or stop in. We love to see everyone in person now that we can. It just feels so good to be <laughs> back in Out person. It just thing. feels so good. <laughs> and so, yeah, we'll be um, any artists. We do ask that they are, um, you know, through that we cultivate them through Sage and stuff because we offer so much for, for our members and then we're able to showcase them in Art Alley to a next level. And uh, but yeah, we're still open to any businesses in the. It's usually along the parade route, but um, if there's any within the downtown area or even you know, some outside of it that want to want to show the spirit of rodeo, we'd love to help them out as well. Very good. You mentioned the alley. Yes. Um, and I didn't get it. Didn't catch it all. Mm-hmm. What is that? So we are. Uh, it's a wonderful collaboration with Third Thursdays. On from Main Street to down Brundage Street, so right in front of Sage, right next to the Y.O. Theater uh, and the new little studio, uh, BU Studio, we down to is that Brooks. Uh, we shut that down, and it is a concentrated space for artists. We have um, art booths set up. They do have to go through Sage for those, but. Um, and then if they also want to sell, as we see a lot of our artists, they don't have a full collection of art yet to sell, but they have a couple pieces. And so if they don't have enough to do their own booth space, we have the yard sale going on to where they will be set up and displayed and people, um, community members can come in and um, pick up some different pieces uh, purchased right there at Sage. Cause we'll, and that's also when we'll have... Um, our gallery will be open later hours so people can come in. We have a creation station that will be going. Our partners at Wildflower uh, Creative Learning Center, they will be helping manage that. And there's free art supplies for people to just come and create 
and get their hands dirty and wonderful in the art supplies. And we actually recently did that at Trail Fest, and we were constantly busy. We saw over hundreds of people, and they were just making art all day, and it was fabulous. And so we'll be having that. And throughout the summer at different art alleys, we might have some other specific projects that we do, but um, yeah, it's another platform to be able to have our artists showcase more of their work because we are limited just with the space we have of not being able to show, you know, tens of twenties of everything that they have. So this is a space where they can come down, bring their collection for the community to see. And as I said, we're partnered with uh, third Thursday and DSA. So we're right on, right on their map. We'll be mapped out with them. Uh, people, if they have their food or drinks can come walk through all of it together and it'll be, uh, we're just one, extension of this big fabulous downtown festival very good okay we're going to wrap things up uh part two coming up but we did want to mention richard burke who has his show resilient at sage and that's going on now through july 16th and it is a solo sculpture show okay so people can come down see the sculptures Mm -hmm. purchase one Mm -hmm. if they would like and of course it will still be on display through the end of the show but they can pick it up after the fact but anyway that's going on at sage community arts and jill benson executive director with sage community arts thank you so much for joining me we hope that we get a good crowd out there me too and thank you so much for having me you're welcome we'll be back on part two in public pulse right after this this is eric jacobson partner at eliason financial I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Services are designed for entrepreneurs and small business owners so you can focus on your business. Our relationship is customized for what you want and need to ensure your business is as efficient as it should be. We will evaluate your business and provide solutions you will benefit from. We will coach you through each step of the process from start to finish. Contact us today, Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. The rodeo is a part of who we are. It's our history, our identity. But boy, this is not your granddaddy's rodeo anymore. The Y.O. is bigger, better, and bolder. Larger purses, tougher competition, and a whole lot of family fun. Come for a week of bright lights, high stakes, and a warm welcome unlike anywhere else in the world. You gotta be here to feel it. Get your tickets at SheridanYORodeo.com. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. Hi, this is Sheridan County Under Sheriff Levi Dominguez. Last year, Sheriff Alan Thompson announced his retirement and endorsed my campaign to run for sheriff. 
I'm truly humbled for this opportunity and look forward to serving as your next sheriff with a focus on continuing a community approach to law enforcement, maintaining local, state, and federal partnerships, and leadership development and training for our staff. I would appreciate your vote August 16th. To learn more, please visit my website at levidominguezforsheriff.com or find me on social media. Paid for by Levi Dominguez for Sheriff. When you need new flooring, window treatments, or cabinetry, besides getting the best price, don't forget about what happens after the sale. I'm Butch Jellen with Sheridan Floor to Ceiling. From the beginning with a design concept to selection of material, then following up with professional installation of your new flooring, cabinetry, or window treatments, you can trust us to help make your home stylish and welcoming. That's a job we take seriously. Sheridan Floor to Ceiling, 2085 South Sheridan Avenue. Now's the time to start those projects you've been dreaming about. Excavation, landscaping, or home improvement. Wagner Ranch Services has the materials. Wagner Ranch Services carries many types of gravel, scoria, topsoil, and landscaping products. Check out Wagner's landscaping display where you can view a variety of landscaping materials that can be picked up from the yard or delivered. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane, 307-752-2787. Open Monday through Friday from 7 to 5. a.m., 103.9 FM, KROE, Public Pulse, Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting this week. And on part two of our program, we have the Great Story Birdhouse Bonanza and Barbecue, which in short is GSB3. (laughs) Correct? That's correct. Much quicker. (laughs) Much quicker. And joining me this morning, Patty Hoover, who's the Finance Committee board member, and Bill Doughty? Doughty. Doughty, thank you who is the board secretary, and I'm assuming with the Story Public Library. That's correct. Story Community Library. Oh, Community Library. I got you. Okay. There is an event coming up, and let's do a little bit of background first on this, because this is an event that is designed to be a fundraiser for constructing a new addition to the Story Community Library. That's correct. So let's talk about that. How did all that come about? And, I mean, obviously it's necessary. You wouldn't be doing it. But how did all this come about? Because you said before we went on the air, it's been a three-year process to get to where we are now. Well, we were lucky enough that some of our neighbors, uh, Chris and Gary Roberts, donated the property right next door to the library for this expansion. And we did have a few uh, loopholes we had to go through for the construction and the approvals. But what took so long was COVID. Ah, that we started. Didn't even think about. Yeah, that, yeah. we started late 2019. We had planned to have this event in uh, 2020, but um, it didn't happen. And we all know construction costs have increased, but we're looking to be pretty uh, nearing the final completion of raising our funds. But we're having one more big event, and maybe we'll be there. Very good. So. You guys have some funding available now, but you still need more for this process, correct? Right. We have about 90% of the estimated funds that we're going to need. And how's that with, because you said construction costs have gone right. crazy, so that 90%, is it still is still in the ballpark, or is that? Well, it's pre-final construction costs, but we're hoping to do a lot with this particular fundraiser and get there. We've been very lucky with all of the donations that we have been awarded all of the grants that we have received 
donations. That, oh, it's that just have. it's just amazing. We've got um, what about six hundred thousand dollars now at least. What is the estimated cost on the on the construction for the new section? Do we know? Ballpark. Around seven hundred thousand. Well, that's not terrible. No, considering <laughs> it's a you know adding on to a building, but right. still quite a bit of chunk of change. Yeah, absolutely. 1,800 <coughs> square feet. Is what's being added. So right. another right. house, essentially. Good-sized house. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let's talk about the event coming up, because you're hoping to raise the money to get this uh, accomplished. To get it all started, yes. So it's coming up on June 18th. Correct. Okay. So that's a week from Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's coming up. So this is a great story, Birdhouse Bonanza and Barbecue. So tell me, there's enough in the name to get us curious, but what exactly are we doing with this? Well, when this all first got started, uh, we purchased some birdhouses for the elementary school children. Okay. And they were to paint them, and they'll be judged, and they won't be sold, but they'll be judged, and they're just gorgeous. Well, the kids didn't want to wait. We had to cancel. They've all been done. But we solicited um, from uh, artists, just our neighbors, whatever. We got over 100 birdhouse or bird-related items that we will be auctioning off for this. But in addition to all of the birdhouses, we have several other items that have been donated, like Craig Johnson donated a, a basket that's got the whole complete Longmire video series in there and magazines and swag and all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> Pamela Fagan Hutchins, who is also another local author, is conducting a mystery dinner theater theater at her bed and breakfast with dinner and overnight stays. We've got uh, fly fishing trips. We have so many different things, I think, that will appeal to the whole community. And that's this addition is going to be like a community center, in addition to what we already have. Our population has grown, and our elementary school does not have a library so this is their library i did not know that a lot of people don't huh but these birdhouses are going to be judged by the audubon society members we have different award schedules for them it's just it's going to be a blast and i think the whole community is going to join in but wait till you see these birdhouses that we have some of them are just amazing aren't they they are truly amazing some of them are made from glass uh and oh, these aren't just rooms. These are not ordinary no, birdhouses. These are quite elegant. Very ornate. Gotcha. Tell me more. Tell them about your beautiful photography oh. that you've submitted. Well, I've submitted a couple of photographs that are uh, that have birds in them. They're winter birdhouses with birds that are in, in the birdhouses. That but special treatment to right. the photos. They're not just your ordinary type because it's Bill Doty. And we all know that Bill Doty is not... Uh, your average run-of-the-mill person. But uh, barbecue is going to be uh, supplied by Killies, okay. and it's going to be on a donation basis. But, you know, we suggest, you know, a minimum of a $10 donation. Which is reasonable for any meal. I mean, yes. you go anywhere, you're going to spend at least that. Barbecue pork and a couple of sides. Coca-Cola mm-hmm. has donated tons of, of product, water, drinks. Um, and so those proceeds will also go right. to the right. story expansion. Right. Okay. Gotcha. We have entertainment. Uh, Dugan Irby is going to be playing from 11 to 1. We've got the Piney Creek String Band, which I think includes some of the children from the elementary school. And the two tuba twins, 
their board members that play really? the tuba, and they are pretty entertaining, <laughs> aren't they? Quite, they yeah. are entertaining, absolutely. <laughs> That's interesting. Dugan Irby Band, they're very popular. Oh, the yes, area. they are. I'm, I'd imagine if you get two tubas together, that should be entertaining as well. It should be. <laughs> okay. So the whole day, 9 to 4, There'll be, when exactly are you going to be doing the auction, or will it be going on all day? The silent auction will be going on all day until 2. The live auction starts at 2, and we actually have uh, Stan Sharp, who is a real auctioneer, so it should be a lot of fun. That's entertainment in and of itself. Yes, it is, definitely. And we're hoping for, you know, additional donations. We've got um, cameras that uh, will be on a donation basis to win them. We've got art. We've got antiques. We've got all sorts of things, I think, that'll just appeal to everybody. But, but what? (laughs) (laughs) I'll be manning the popcorn machine in case anybody's interested. My wife will probably be out there because, yeah, that's her thing. And who are you going to be while you are manning this popcorn? Well, uh, there is a possibility that Big Bird might show up. (laughs) And haven't you built a... (laughs) Big birdhouse too. Well, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> on a trailer, all that, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's not yeah. on a trailer. Well, we've been lucky enough, though. The Watts Foundation was one of our biggest contributors. They gave us one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and we had six months to match it. It only took us three and a half. Good. So we have the community support for this. Very good. Kids games going to be going on out there as well. So this is kind of a family-friendly event, obviously. Right. Okay. We're going to have, like, the beanbag toss, and I forget what all Stephanie said, but we'll have prizes for the kids, something for them to be entertained with as well. Okay. All-day event. Okay. Um, You said here in the information I got 200 families in story have donated to this project. Mm Mm-hmm. That's Unreal. That's a good chunk of the people that live in story. It's like a quarter almost. Huh. So, yes. And most of them have donated more than one time because this has been going on for three years. We've made multiple donations. Okay. So let's kind of go forward a little bit. We we have our fundraiser this coming, not this weekend, but the following weekend. We get all the money that we need. So then what happens at that point? When do we see uh, a shovel in the ground, so to speak, for the expansion? Probably this summer. This Uh, summer already? Absolutely. uh, Or later this fall. We'll see at least the beginning. The foundation hopefully will be constructed uh, during this year, and then the construction would, uh, the building itself, the addition would be uh, constructed uh, next summer. Okay. That's the plan. And this is going to be something that's going to blend in with the existing building. Oh, yes. Obviously. Yes, absolutely. It's not like you're going to it's put like a metal building up against no, a it, log cabin. No, it will blend. Uh, it's an additional log cabin. Ah, right. It's okay. going to be very classy. And, you know, I've worked on this program for quite some time. And I remember the last time we added to the library. I live right across the street. I can't wait for the construction to start. <laughs> But it'll be well worth the noise that it makes. And it won't take very long. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be two years of construction. Oh, no, no, no. no. It, basically, it's a, ro- a single room that will be added on to the west side of the current library. Okay. 
Let me ask this because w- when we all envision, especially like a library expansion, we we think you know the public goes, oh, we're going to have a million more books, but that's not necessarily the case with this. What exactly will the new edition be used for? Basically, the new edition will be more of a community center. It will be a, a large room for uh, people to have. Uh, uh, lectures there there can be lectures there can be music um it's going to be a large room it's going to be as you uh pointed out 1800 square feet of a of a room that will be an additional attachment to the library so it's 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 quite an exciting project that will not necessarily be just books it's uh, in fact the plan initially was that there probably won't be any additional books added to the library. It's more of a, a room that will be used for uh, uh, Internet uh, accessibility. Uh, people can use the library to come and uh, access uh, the Internet, for instance. It's actually going to triple the amount of meeting space that we have. You said you covered Buffalo, so I know you've probably been at the library when... Craig Johnson comes, Mm -hmm. and you know there's a lot of people there. Mm -hmm. Our current meeting room cannot hold the number of people that want to come and hear Craig tell his Christmas story. You know, we need additional room. Like last night, uh, there was a a seminar on bears. It was pretty full. Well, and and our population is growing. Right. And especially in story, that's kind of, well, we had a bear up in Mosier Gulch just west of Buffalo. I saw that. And yeah, but in story, you guys get them a lot more frequently than oh yeah a lot of places. Absolutely, so, yeah, that would be a popular, popular thing, I would think. Okay, so even though there may not be any books in there, this is still going to clear up space in the existing library, so there will be correct more room, quote unquote, there in the main library. Absolutely, as opposed to this. Okay, very good. So. We're looking at, hopefully, shoveling the ground this summer or this fall, and then completion date when? Next summer? Next summer. Absolutely. So there'll be a grand opening celebration. You bet. Oh, good. We can have another party. (laughs) We can have another (laughs) gathering of the community. Yes. Well, Story likes to have fun. You guys are constantly putting on stuff for the community. And and everybody else shows up from all over. Heck. (laughs) That's correct. <laughs> so this isn't something just for the story community. If people from Sheridan, Bighorn, Buffalo, whatever. Banner. Banner, of course. Uh, Arveda Claremont. Want to come in and be a part of the celebration, be a part of uh, the the fundraiser. They obviously can. And of course. Fun. I did a PSA a week or two ago, and it's been playing every day. I have started getting phone calls from people saying, I collect birdhouses, I want to come out, you know, give me more information. So I think this is going to, with the amount of publicity that we're doing, I think we're going to garner people from everywhere. Of course, I do realize it's summer, and there are so many events going on every weekend. But hopefully we will get uh, a predominant amount of community support. Well, if people even want to just come out for a couple hours, grab some lunch, throw some money in the kitty, mm-hmm. and have a little bit of fun, of course, why not? And then go do something else. They don't Absolutely. necessarily have to stay all day. That's right. If they can, that's the, that's the goal. But if they have other things to do and a couple hours to kill, why not? Or they can start somewhere else and then come to us and definitely have them there for the completion of the silent auction and the beginning of the live auction. Gotcha. Okay. 
Um, is there a goal that you've set for this weekend for the fundraiser, or are you just we're looking to see what we get and we'll go from there? Absolutely. There is no, we don't have a set amount that we hope to earn. But Well, we kind of hope to get at least 15000 It would be nice if we could get even more. That's not an unattainable goal at all. It's a lot. It is a lot for a fundraiser, but we think we have a lot to offer, don't we, Bill? Absolutely. Okay. So let's, uh, it's called the Great Story Birdhouse Bonanza and Barbecue. So there's going to be silent auction, a live auction, uh, food, which uh, will be on donation, but be generous because it's all donated, and uh, fun for the kids, fun games for the kids and whatnot. And the auction, there's... Again, tell me some of the things in the auction that people can can uh, bid on. Well, besides the several, you know, birdhouses, bird right. we have a lot of bird-related items. Like we have a barn quilt with a beautiful hummingbird on it. We've got a runner with birdhouses. Uh, Courtney Kaplan, who has a pottery studio up there, has donated a beautiful candelabra with a bird on it. There are just so many things. Like I mentioned, oh, and by the way, the Waldorf Astoria is giving away a free night and dinner and wine for, you know, the auction. It's hard to remember everything that the we HF have. The HF bar is Yeah, donating. the HF bar. I, did, I think I mentioned that already. Uh, fly fishing trip. You mentioned Sam that. Paul Mavarakis has donated a, a fly fishing trip, which is, you know, that's a pretty spectacular donation. Yeah. Especially when you got somebody guiding you where you need to go and pointing you. In that the knows direction. what they're doing. Exactly. Right. But the uh, like we mentioned, the birdhouses are not your everyday birdhouses. We have artists from the Sage Group. We have artists from Casper. Actually, I think we have artists from all over the state that have contributed. Bill's lovely wife, Carol, brought in a beautiful birdhouse the other day. The whole town is involved. I'm telling you, the whole town is involved. Well, then we need to get the region involved in this. Sure, <laughs> Buffalo and everybody. Right. Okay. I think so, this might just the be, be the beginning of some repeat uh, fun fun times. Yes, you bet. In story, where else could people want to go? That's right. Beautiful. Heaven is another story. All right. Story, great story, Birdhouse Bonanza and Barbecue coming up June 18th, which is a week from this coming Saturday, 9 to 4, and this is at the Story Community Library itself. Right. Okay. Correct. Outside. I'm 23 assuming. North Piney Road, yes. Outside and inside. Yeah. Ah, weather permitting. Gotcha. There you go. All right. Thank you for joining me, Bill Doty and Patty Hoover with the Story Community Library. Like. All right. Thank you Correct. so much for joining me. Thank, thank you. you. That'll do it for today's show on Public Pulse. Thanks for joining me. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. 
On this week's episode of the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast, it's maybe a little bit more serious. We talk a little bit about the difference between managing a baseball team and other sports teams. We talk about Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson moving over to Live Golf, which gets us into a conversation about morals mixed with money and sports. Those topics and more all on the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts or on sharedmedia.com and podcastwyoming.com. I'm talking with Candace Crane from Sharon and Honda. Tommy, hi. Did you know that Honda has the best gas mileage of any national brand? Oh, that's huge these days. It definitely is. And it's no secret that new cars are hard to find. So Honda's offering more peace of mind when buying used. The Honda Certified Warranty comes with extended powertrain coverage, a free oil change, and 90 days of Sirius XM Radio. Well, discover the best way to buy used at Sheridan Honda. Stop in today. When you see someone sipping on a crisp, refreshing drink from McDonald's, you may suddenly crave one, too. (laughs) And that's normal. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Right now at McDonald's, try one of our icy cold slushies. Enjoy deliciously refreshing flavors like the new tropical mango or strawberry watermelon and pair it with our world-famous fries. Price and participation may vary. Finally, we can get back to normal life in Wyoming. And that means get out and go somewhere, do something, but get the car ready for summer travel after limited use for so long. Midas to the rescue with a complimentary safety inspection, plus discounts on oil change packages and savings on other critical components like up to 120 bucks off tires and 100 off brakes. Stop in and the good folks at Midas will fill you in on all the details. Midas Tire and Auto, East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. Checks continue to be the subject of more fraud than any other form of payment. First Federal Bank and Trust will help you stay one step ahead with Positive Pay for Business. Our Positive Pay service detects fraudulent checks early and prevents them from being paid. We believe in avoiding the hassle of check fraud investigations so you can focus on the best parts of your business. Contact Kim Wells, First Federal's cash management officer, to get started with Positive Pay today. First Federal Bank and Trust, your partner in success. Member FDIC. Broadcasting from the Jill Bates and Best Team Studio. Brokered by EXP. K R O E. Share.